Welcome to your safe space. As always, I'm your host, High Frequency, and welcome back to Healing Ho Radio, bitch. Yes, I changed the name. Um, this was a long time coming, but we don't need to talk about it right now because there's so many more changes coming, and bitch, right now, I just want to spill tea and just talk. So if I sound crazy, it's because there's a lot going on, but also my homegirl and my cat are sleeping in the next room, so I don't want to be too loud. But I just really wanted to talk, and they were sleeping, so I was like, fuck it, let me record an episode. So let me spill tea really, really fast. Um, I recorded a messy ass episode this morning bitch like messy so messy to the point where I was like this nigga's dead ass gonna dub me if I post this episode so I figured you know what why not re-record it only because this is not to say I'm not gonna talk shit you know I'm gonna talk shit I always talk my shit but I feel like I needed to talk shit with intention per se like okay if we're gonna sit here and drag our love life what's the purpose like why are we gonna do this right because of healing so of course you know it's for healing so it's all with good reason and i just read a fortune cookie that says follow your instincts when making decisions so what has my intuition been telling me lately my intuition has been telling me that low-key I come to this conclusion every single episode, but I realize that me withholding sex from myself is becoming a really toxic cycle for the simple fact that like, once I get dick that I really like, which I don't wanna let it go. I don't wanna let it go. That's life though. Dick comes in waves though, you know? Like there's dick everywhere. But then you know, like when you fucking on some dick, sometimes it's so good you convince yourself that it's the only dick that you need. I go through that phase usually for like the first month and then I snap back into my senses. <laughs> so anyways, bitch, um, there's so many different things I wanna talk about and I don't know where to start. Okay, so I did a Q&A on my Instagram recently. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, bitch, I be doing the messiest question and answers. Like, just shit that people probably shouldn't be talking about in public, bitch. Two, two, two on the timer, ho. Um, shit that most people would refrain from talking about in public. I don't know. I just feel like sex, sucking and fucking is something that we all do. Um, if not, I think it's something we all have the right to at least consider wanting to do, right? Like, personally, for me, I'm a very happy person when I'm sucking and fucking, and when I'm not, I'm just kind of like a miserable bitch case in point right now okay um i'm not getting fucked because one of my sexual partners you know we had a little we had a little tiff honey when i say tiff that means like i really wanted to blow this nigga's head off but i used my words um so because of that i'm not having sex with the sexual partner anymore but i guess now it's not a sexual partner it's more like an intimacy partner um and ain't nothing wrong Oh, that was my air conditioning turning on. Oh, bitch, you're going to hear that in the background. I'm so sorry, but like I can't get up to turn that off because the babies are sleeping. So um, what was I saying? So you know when like niggas do dumb shit, you just kind of like, I don't know, you just, it's just my pussy just want to like open up. Now she won't to. My pussy be opening the fuck up. The second you touch me, my pussy just kind of fluttered like, oh, fuck me, daddy. But then my mind is like, no, no you know so it's like i could fuck you but it's gonna take about two minutes and then i'm gonna get turned off and i'm just gonna be like ah, let me smoke real quick speaking of smoking bitch let's spark the blunt so um i kind of came to the conclusion that like i really like this nigga for me to be like dang 
I kind of don't fuck with this one thing that you did, but I'm willing to actually sit here and like talk about it, communicate about it, and like try to figure out how we're gonna restructure the relationship, bitch. Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I? I don't know what happened, but like I'm kind of here for it. I'm I'm just kind of really impressed with how determined I am to not be toxic. I'm not saying that I'm not toxic because today I had a conversation with my homegirl and we realized that I definitely am. When I say we, I mean she knew the whole time. She just kind of waited for me to come to the conclusion, but I don't want to be toxic. You know, I've been in enough toxic relationships in my life to know exactly how this is going to end every single time. So like, it's kind of just not fun anymore because I know the whole play by play for the game, you know? So it's like, why go through this? Like I've literally ran through this game like so many times and I win every single time. So like, why? But you don't want to do this, you feel me? But it's like, yo, when you're in a partnership, this is not a game. You know, it's a partnership. So as I'm getting older, I'm really trying to restructure my mindset when it comes to relationships because I genuinely want to just enjoy the time I have with my partners. I don't want no petty bullshit, no stupid fucking games. Because like, honestly, babe, this isn't fun anymore. You feel me? Like, do you have to be playing games? And you're like, can we just stop? Because like, it was fun, but this isn't fun anymore. Like, I don't want to play no more. That's how I feel about the toxic bullshit. No funny shit. Let me hit the blunt real fast. Hold up. So I'm kind of just coming to the conclusion that I have to be really honest with myself about what I want in relationships, which is different because, you know, I'm 24. But I think the reason why I'm experiencing all these changes is because I'm about to be 25. You know, I'm trying to be more serious. You know, hoe is life always, baby. Like sex work is life, hoe is life. But, you know, I'm a lover underneath all this. I love so hard to the core and I do want to have solid relationships around me as I continue to embark on this journey of sex work because sex work is hard as fuck, okay? I come through a lot of shit with these niggas every motherfucking day. These niggas be putting me through the ringer, bitch. At the bare minimum, the niggas I'm sucking and fucking on, you better be bringing nothing but peace, love, and prosperity to this pussy nigga, you hear me? That's all I'm fucking saying. So. I noticed that a lot of niggas just can't be on that type of time. I make it very easy for niggas. But you know what the thing is? Hold up. Before we get into that, bro, before we get into that frequency, explain yourself and then we can dive into the next rant. Okay. Okay. So first rant, um, I realized that like I'd be making it very simple. Like, listen, I understand you're going to have other partners. I have other partners as well. I just need for you to communicate that. Right. Um, and also get tested in between partners and notify me that way. I know to get tested as well. You're getting tested. Boom. Everybody's one big, happy, you know, well-fed, well-fucked family, emotionally satisfied. Just mm, everything's good. So I noticed, um, niggas be thinking I'm playing when I say that. I feel like when I say that niggas be like, yeah, right. Like, yeah, okay. You're going to tell me to tell you what's up. And the next thing you know, you're going to be fucking crying, bitch. Like, yeah, I'm going to be fucking crying. But like, it's only because I'm experiencing some jealousy because I understand that there's going to be other partners that you're sharing your time with them, which means that the time you give me may be impacted by that. And of course, I'm going to be a little bit jealous. But that's the thing. This is a partnership. We can discuss that and come up with a system that works where we have our foundation, our solid, you know, understanding. And then you have your same or different types of relationships with other partners as I will be doing as well. But that doesn't change the fact that I'm a highly emotional person, bitch. I cry at everything, you know? But that doesn't mean that we can't talk about it and come to a solution. Niggas be thinking I'm playing. Or there's the niggas that like tell you that they're okay with poly life and then like three months down the line, they're fucking crying because they really didn't want to do it. They just didn't want to like leave you. And it's like, I have compassion and understanding because you know, I've been there where you don't want to leave a nigga, but then it's like, damn, 
damn bro what you like Loki weren't consenting to this the whole time and it made that much of an emotional reaction and I didn't know the whole time like what the fuck that's happened to me before and I Loki felt really bad because I was just like dang I definitely wasn't as in tune with you as I thought I was that should be hurting bro polyamory literally it will fucking drag the most toxic unevolved pieces of you to the forefront it's just it forces you to face the ugliest pieces of yourself but if I'm being honest there's a piece of me that really loves that. I guess you could say I'm kind of masochistic in a sense. I'm masochistic for the sake of healing, you know? Masochism is meaning you like receiving pain, psychological and physical. So I guess you could say I'm kind of masochistic in that sense. Like I'm okay with going through a little pain if it's for a purpose, you know? Pain with a purpose. Don't just be putting me through the fucking ringer, but like low key and polyamorous relationships, there's so many different relationships to work through. The conversations you're gonna have about how you feel are gonna get uncomfortable as fuck. So I'm noticing that when I pick partners now, it's kind of like an investment, like not kind of, it is an investment. Like when it comes down to the hard stuff and it comes down to the uncomfortable conversations, am I gonna be able to have this conversation with you and feel like we're both level-headed and wanting to communicate as a team? Or is everything gonna be a fucking threat and now I'm your enemy and we're competing? Cause child, that's a very real thing. And I've been in those, I, be, I wanna run away from situations like those. They're so restrictive. Like dang, can a bitch just do a little bit of happy whoring? Like I don't wanna be a miserable whore. I wanna be a happy whore. Everybody know what's up, you know? But I noticed another thing that I noticed, bitch, I'm just uncovering so many toxic like ideologies in my head, but it's so cool to unpack them. It's like my brain is like a little case study or like a psychological playground. And I'm just uncovering like thing after thing. Like, oh, wow, this is something else that we could work on. Okay, ooh, bitch, yeah, you need a little bit of work in that. Oh, bitch, okay, you're really strong in that area. For example, bitch, jealousy, bitch, I be getting so jealous. And I noticed that when I get jealous, I turn into like this petty little bitch. So I noticed that when I get jealous, I have to like literally not engage. I have to like stay away from my phone and do like a little self-care date. Because if not, I will be all my close friends fucking meme subbing the shit out of you with the most disrespectful memes. And it's like, girl, we about to be 25 years old. We cannot be doing that. Okay, baby, this is embarrassing. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. But it's really hard. And that's also why I'm not sharing the episode from earlier because it's like, I understand that this is a healing journey and sometimes my reactions to things are gonna be very toxic, but sometimes it's really hard to hear myself in that headspace, you know? Like for example, okay, I'll give you guys a glimpse of what I mean by toxic. So sometimes when niggas do stupid shit, my instinct is to wanna get revenge, okay? So this is what triggered this. So I had to end shit with a nigga the other day. Um, shout outs to Lil Baby. Mm. So. Anyways, shout outs to him. Um, I don't even know where to start with that. Let me hit the blunt. So he did some stupid shit and I kind of was just like, nigga, I'm done with you. You know, like I can't do this with you. But I was like ass naked in his bed. Like we were about to fuck. And it was right before we were about to fuck. Like it was like right at that point where I was like, it's either you gonna put your dick in me or we not fucking. Cause we hadn't been fucking for a little bit. Cause I was that mad. So, um, you know, we get to that point and I'm like, I'm sorry, babe, I just can't get past this. Like, I, I don't think I could do this no more. He's like, are you really ending shit with me while you're in my bed naked? <laughs> I don't be realizing that I do shit like that, but like low key, I mean, is there a better time to tell you? Like when else was I supposed to tell you this? You wasn't gonna be happy no matter when I told you. So I might as well just tell you now, right? So I'm like, listen, I mean, we don't have to let this ruin the night. Like we can still at least 
enjoy tonight together because our relationship isn't just sex like it's actual we like going on adventures together um and then we're also very intimate so like even during that time where we weren't having sex like it's still we still like lay up ass naked and be like intertwined in each other cuddling shit's mad weird bro i've never been this intimate with someone before but i think it's kind of cool to see that because i didn't know that i could enjoy that level of intimacy so it's just really cool to see but anyways bitch loki i think it's gonna get me caught up but we'll find out we'll see that loki might have been my intuition chatting but who will probably come back to this moment at some point oh god so anyways um we're in bed whatever he's laying down i could tell he's so sexually frustrated because it's been like two weeks since we fucked so i know he's like it's like yeah you know just like mm, you know i was gonna say something but i was like i probably shouldn't say that because it's like one thing to spill tea but you can't you can't drag it you know there's like a very fine line and sometimes i'll be getting so heated i just be ready to spill all the tea and i'm like mm -mm, bring it back bitch okay so we're back so um where were we uh so yeah we're laying in bed and this motherfucker goes after like 30 minutes i can tell he's so sexually frustrated he goes are you sure you don't want to at least try getting even first and i'm like wow i this is one of those moments where i want to say i hate men but it's not like a men thing it's a people thing like what so i'm mad at you because you did some stupid shit and you think a solution is getting even I'm like, wow, so okay, so if I do some dumb shit, then that means you're gonna wanna get even. And in that moment, everything just became so clear. It was like, wow, so all the red flags are aligning, bitch. Okay, okay, okay. It was kind of cool to see that my intuition was confirmed. You know, every time my intuition is confirmed, I low-key be a little bit sad, because I'm like, damn, I wish you proved me wrong, but like, low-key, bitch, you are, what's that, what they say on the office? I'm not superstitious, I'm just a little stitious. <laughs> I don't even think I said that right. But if you watch The Office, you know what I'm talking about, bitch. Moral of the story is my intuition is top tier, bitch. Okay, talk to me nice. So anywho, um, nigga stressing me out the usual, but at the end of the day, we still getting money though. Um, but yeah, you know, my, my go-to is to get revenge. So when he asked me that, I was like, why would you even ask me that and trigger that? Because I've been trying not to do that all along, you know? But then also I'm like, see Gabby, this is why this isn't good for you because it's like bringing back your old ways. Cause I'm the type of bitch. Listen, I feel like some bitches, they'll go ahead and fuck your friend for revenge. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and fuck your favorite rapper. He's already in my DMs, bitch. Every time that nigga song come on, I want your fucking chest to hurt. That's the level of pain I be trying to inflict. <laughs> like, at a certain point, it's like, bitch, when do you remove yourself to ensure that you don't become a fucking demon? Hmm? So that's why I'm like, that's why I try to play it safe. But you know how that usually goes. Let me hit the blunt one more time. I spilled too much tea. No, I didn't spill too much tea. That was, that was, I kept it cute. But moral of the story is I do be wanting to give revenge. But let me hit the blunt so I can calm down because I feel my blood pressure rising again. Oh, I got some tea too. See, self-care. I brought tea because I knew this moment would happen. <clears throat> so, moral of the story is, I'm not going to get revenge on this nigga because I actually like him, you know? And moral of the story is, niggas do a lot of dumb shit, but truthfully, 
I would be lying to myself if I said I wasn't the type of bitch that gave second chances. I'm 100% a second chance type of bitch. Truthfully, I don't usually be around a lot of niggas that I want to give second chances. Like, if a nigga does some dub shit, I usually just dub him. I'm just like, all right, you're dub, bye. You know? That way, every single time you watch my Instagram story, you cry a little bit. You know, nothing too crazy. But... When I actually like a nigga, you know, I'd be giving second chances. It has never worked out in my favor yet. So do not take this as advice to give niggas second chances, okay? Because it has bitten me in the ass every single time. So that's what I'm saying. You know, this might be stupid, but girl, I'm 24 years old. I got a couple months left of this whole I'm under 25 club. So let me ride the stupidity out, bitch. Whoo! We are definitely going to be back next week for another healing session because that might have been the most wild shit I have ever said on this show. I don't think I've ever been a dumb bitch to this extent before, but is it dumb bitchery? Like, why am I shaming myself for having feelings and being compassionate towards someone who did something dumb? I'm just so used to being so hard. Like, nigga, fuck you. But I don't want to be that anymore because in order to create solid, stable relationships, you have to put in that effort and communicate about shit that you don't like and set boundaries. Literally, half the time you figure out you don't like something is when some, some dumb shit happens and then you realize, oh, I didn't like that. Let's not do that again. Or if you feel like that's something that works for you, that's cool, it doesn't work for me and I gotta go. Or we just not gonna do that no more. You know, you can very simply just talk about it. And I've learned that through dating some really awesome women. Shout outs to all the queer homies in the motherfucking chat. Okay, bitch. Okay, it's fucking Pride Month. It's fucking Pride Month. If you didn't know, I'm a pansexual polyamorous whore, bitch. Meaning I am attracted to people based on the connection that I have with them. It has nothing to do with how you identify. I don't give a fuck about that. Are you a good person? Do we vibe? Do I want you inside me? Do I want to be inside you? Okay, okay. That's all it takes, really. But you know what? It's, it sounds easy, but it's actually harder than that because, like, to find someone who understands the concept of me being pansexual, me being an ethical slut, me being polyamorous, there's not too many people in the world that understand that. So it sounds like it would be easy for me to find a lot of sexual partners, intimacy partners, but, like, it's really not, girl. Maybe if I lived somewhere where there was a lot more people who identified as I did, I think so. But here in Tampa, Florida, baby... It's kind of just one where you just find like a couple hoes and you just lock them down. That's Tampa for you. That is Tampa motherfucking Florida. You find your hoes and you just get nice and cozy. Yep, because it's going to be a long ride, baby. <laughs> Them hoes going to put you through it. What? If there's one thing I noticed, I never come to niggas with stress. That's a lie. I said that to this nigga too. I was like, I never come to you with stress. And you come to me with nothing but stress. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Because low key, I fucked one of his friends. So I understand it's a little bit messy. And I know that for a nigga, that's probably just not something they want to think about. So I have to be compassionate about the fact that he was open-minded about my endeavors. So I should be open-minded about his, you know? Easier said than done, though. It's just hard to think about partners having other endeavors, even when the relationship is open. Because he's not my partner, though. Look at me getting ahead of myself. He is not my partner, child. He is someone that I am getting to know and dating. But we low-key be doing boyfriend and girlfriend shit. But that's not my nigga, though. I low-key feel like that is somebody's nigga, though. Yo, have you ever fucked with a nigga and just been like, I don't know. But, like, I just feel like you somebody's nigga. Mm. A child, and every single time I felt like that, guess what? It was somebody's nigga. It sure was, bitch. But it's okay because even if it is somebody's nigga, like that don't really got shit to do with me. If I'm being honest, I'm not gonna stop fucking with the nigga. So 
I feel like some bitches will probably feel like that's cold, but if a nigga's not gonna tell a woman that he's in a relationship, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Hire a private investigator to prove that that's correct? No, that's where trust comes in, you know? Truthfully, I think every nigga's a lying ass nigga, but I also understand that that's a very unevolved mindset. But also, if that is somebody else's nigga, like, that's okay, you know? Is it the end of the world? I don't think so. I feel like society be in my head trying to make me feel like it's, I'm supposed to care. And it's kind of annoying because it's kind of like old tapes, you know? I don't actually believe none of that shit. Like, I don't know. Okay, this is another thing. I don't feel like you always have to define the relationship or someone has to be my boyfriend for it to mean that they're an important person in my life or they have to be my girlfriend or my wife or whatever. Like, no, absolutely fucking not. Someone could genuinely be a partner that I could just maybe go out. I don't know every Sunday for fucking brunch and we are just whores on the town together. And then afterwards we enjoy intimacy together. That could be a very, very, very valuable relationship to you, but it could never extend past just that one day a week. You know, that's a very real thing. Someone doesn't have to be the only fucking person in your life for them to mean something. And I'm noticing that now I'm noticing I put a lot of pressure on relationships just because I felt something for someone and was like, I need to have a place in your life now. It's like, no. Can we just fucking kick it? Let's not put no pressure on that. If, you know, I don't know, a couple months down the line, we decide, like, yo, I want to make this shit, like, solid. Like, you are my shorty. I'm your nigga. You know, we still got our own things going on, but, like, we locked in. Okay, cool, if that's what I want. But you don't have to put that pressure on that, you know? So I know this is, it's tricky for me because now that I'm understanding that, that I can have all these different types of relationships and some of them can be, they don't have to be high pressure situations. It can genuinely just be two people connecting. Now that I'm realizing that, I'm like, dang. So my understanding of relationships is expanding and it's kind of hard to keep up with because I'm learning what I like and don't like through dating people. So when people ask me what I want, I'm like, yo, Loki, I don't know, but maybe I might find out along the way while we date, I don't know. But when people hear that, they're like, oh, that is a walking fucking red flag. And it's like, you're right. 100% it is a walking fucking red flag but I understand that through the waves and the flow of shit I'm coming to you with the utmost respect if I have new partners I'm letting you know um just shit like that like I'm communicating everything still but I understand that there's still that gray area but you know I understand that my approach to relationships is really broad and it's not concrete right now because it's honestly changing I'm restructuring my entire mindset about relationships so it's gonna be a long process i'm gonna be here every other week trying to dissect it and spilling more tea about niggas that be stressing me out um how i'm not getting fucked still because i don't trust these niggas and um how i'm getting spoiled throughout the process because you know when niggas be doing stupid shit they be going the extra mile to try to fix it low-key that shit be feeling <laughs> I know I shouldn't have said that, but you know, it'd be very nice. It'd be very nice. Like, okay, you know you fucked up. Okay. What we doing today, babe? You know? <sighs> yeah. Wow, so toxic. I don't want to be toxic anymore, guys. I want to be more mature and I want to have healthy relationships and I want all my hoes to know about each other, all my little hoes. And you know, I want to be somebody's little hoe too, you know? And when I say that, I mean like little shorties. I feel like, okay. I feel like we need to have a discussion about what everyone defines hoe as. But in my eyes, hoe is just a regular hum a human being. So like, you know how people have like a little baby, little babe, little hoe. You look like you my little hoe. That's all. That's all. 
Oh, another thing I learned, guys, I have so much tea to spill because it's been so long. So I know that this is just rambling, but there's so many things I learned just from like my past couple poly situations. I'm just like, I want to share them all because they're so cool. So one thing I learned that I was never down for, but now I'm realizing I am comfortable with is I definitely want to meet my other partners partners so like if i have a boyfriend and i have a girlfriend i want to meet their boyfriends and girlfriends too i feel like it'd be really cool for like all of us to just go out and get brunch one day and just laugh and kiki like yo when y'all be fucking what do y'all be doing like do y'all have like really slow intimate sex or do y'all be hunching you know <laughs> like why not talk about that i feel like poly relationships are so what's the word there's so many different dynamics and it's just so beautiful to see how everyone has a different relationship with everyone and then all the elements that are the same across all the relationships. I think it's so beautiful. And I think also just by being able to meet your partners and communicate with them, you know, it can bring up some things. Like it may be a little bit uncomfortable to see your partner with their other partner for the first time. But just knowing that you guys do want to talk about those things and figure out how to make it more comfortable for each other as you guys are loving each other i think that is the sweetest shit in the world and i think that is such a beautiful example of how we can use love as a human race guys i know i'm a hippie i know but like tell me what i'm saying doesn't have a little bit of truth to it like imagine if we could all just understand that we have that much capacity to love we have such a deep capacity to love. Like, look at all the people in the world right now. Think about all the love that they're capable of giving. Now think about all that together, all of us, all the love that we have collectively. That is so fucking beautiful. Why not share it with each other and just understand it and just experience each other in the most loving ways, you know? But, okay, so like one of the dudes I'm dating, he says something to me and I was like, okay, this is a good point. He's like, honestly, I understand what you're saying, dude, but like your mindset is so different from other people. So it's very hard to bring up these issues with just the average person. And I'm like, that's a very real thing. And honestly, I don't know how the average person should bring it up. But like, to be honest, I am the average person. Um, I had to do a lot of research and work, inner work to allow myself to be this vulnerable. So that way I could openly talk about the fact that I think like this, you know? I lived in the closet with this mindset for a long time. So I'm literally just like, y'all, I literally still struggle with this shit to this day. I'm currently in a poly situation with two people. Well, I ended it with one person, so. And I'm in between with another. Technically, I broke up with all my niggas in the same week, but one of them came back and I'm entertaining it. <laughs> so um, it's just teaching me a lot about what my ideal poly situation would be and ultimately i am my main partner and i am dating and i'm getting to know awesome people and i'm also learning how to continue to build myself into the awesome woman that i know i can be which is taking a lot of time discipline and self-love and healing so i understand that i can't give as much to relationships as most people would like for me so that's why I kind of like to keep the commitment on a low, you know, but I, I'm learning, I'm getting older. I do want that commitment, you know? So I don't know how to be a hoe in love. Um, but one thing I do know is that I want to be an ethical slut. So this journey is going to be me uncovering how to do that, doing my poly life chats, talking about sucking and fucking, which by the way, guys, this man fucks me like, uh, think of like a bear hug and then with dick inside you it's just so perfect it's like the perfect amount of passion i'm just like oh my god 
bitch I could get used to this oh my god and now that I'm not getting fucked I'm just so angry all the time like literally when I'm not having sex I'm such a pouty little bitch I'm so emotional I just cry all the time and it's like okay bitch masturbate but I feel like I overdid it with masturbating so much in my life that like low-key sometimes I just need that intimacy you know my sometimes my hand just doesn't do it you know, shout out to my vibrator, but like, you know, what if what what if a really beautiful woman was holding that vibrator? Right? It's not completely out of line to think of. But anyways, you know, bitch, that's how life goes. I'm gonna be getting fucked soon because I'm just feeling like my pussy can't wait any longer. I don't know how she gonna get fucked, but bitch, we gonna figure it the fuck out. So I will be fucked in the next seven days, okay? I will come back here with an episode in the next seven days, and bitch, I will be freshly fucked. Pussy waxed in all ho pussy leak. Leaking. Oh my god. It's gonna be beautiful. Maybe I'll record an episode right after I finish getting fucked just to give y'all the full effect. Um, well, I really am dedicated to my art. <laughs> All right, whores. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And thank you for understanding that sometimes we're just a little toxic and we need to just talk about it and let it out because we're not always perfect. This is a healing journey, and sometimes it's really ugly, really toxic, and we need to talk about it. That way we can hear how dumb we sound and move the fuck on. All right, bitches. I love you. Be your best whole self, whatever the fuck that means to you. And don't forget, you deserve love. Bye.